This is a STEAM Channel program on UCTV. Go full STEAM ahead at uctv.tv slash STEAM, where science, technology, engineering, arts, and math converge. Good morning, everyone. I'm John Bure. I will be your MC for today. I am a high school math teacher from West Hills High School and one of the current San Diego County Teachers of the Year. Thank you. Thank you. I'm honored to be here today for the second annual STEAM Connect conference. I got to meet several of you last night, and I know I freaked some of you out because I knew you um, by your picture before I had met you, so my apologies if I freaked you out. Um, Our students, we need you. We need your partnerships. We need your connections. We need you building these bridges between science, technology, engineering, math, and the arts. We need it. Just yesterday, I was um, teaching my honors geometry kids, and, and I had been listening to Away With Words this weekend, and next Saturday is Pi Day, March 14th, 3.14, I only know 10 digits past the decimal, but that's all right. But, you know, I just want my students to know that we didn't invent it, Right? And this year happens to be a pretty cool year because on March 14th at 9.26 in the year 2015, we have that many places past the decimal accurate, right? So when I was listening to Away With Words, there was, uh, there's a whole language called Pilish. Has anybody heard of it? Pilish as opposed to English? In which you write not poems but poems and you create words that have as many letters as the digits of pi. And when I mentioned having my class do that, without any student saying, is it for a grade? Is it, when is it due? How long does it have to be? I saw a girl in the front row, and her face lit up to the, like I've never seen it all year in geometry class. And I thought she was playing me because it lit up so brightly. And so, for example, here is a, an example of a, of a poem we just constructed earlier today. May I have a dance? There you go. It's 3.1415. And you can keep going. So I, I urge you in your sketchbooks, throughout the day, if you find your mind wandering, create your own. Create your own. Um, I want you to remind you that we want you to connect with each other. It's all right if you're tweeting. Please use the hashtag that's up there. Um, Hashtag SteamConf15. And please reference the QR code at the beginning of the sketchbook as well, where we have you can give your feedback on how the day is going. I'm now going to ask co-founders of Steam Connect, Kim Richards and Ed Abeda, come join me on stage. Thank you, John, and everybody here today. Uh, So happy to see you all, and some of you last night as well. Hope you all had a great time there. Uh, Silo at Maker's Quarter and the beautiful installation we had uh, from the new School of Architecture. 
uh, who's also here with us today. I just want to quickly say a few thank yous and acknowledge our sponsors, and I'll pass it to Ed here. Um, of course, Qualcomm hosting us again this year with uh, such generosity. It's such a beautiful space. And I will say, we are the first event here after some uh, updates. So we are the first lucky ones to be back in the hall. Um, and they're true, true experts here getting us all queued up for that. Um, also to Boeing, uh, UCSD Extension, like I said, with, here with Eta Beta, uh, Academy of Our Lady of Peace, University of San Diego, New School of Architecture and Design, Classroom of the Future Foundation, and then we had some other um, wonderful in-kind support as well, the PGK Dance Project, of course, as you just saw, the beautiful dancers, and also Sketch for Schools that um, provided all of the, the branded sketchbooks for you all to enjoy today and moving forward. Um, so I think with that, uh, I'm going to turn to Ed, and uh, we'll say some comments later as well about what to look forward to with Steam Connect. Boy, we have come a long way to see all these uh, faces and friendly faces that were with us when this movement started. And as the mayor last night noted, this is a national movement. This is STEAM Central. San Diego is leading the way and the whole concepts of how we define and how we look to the future. And STEAM Connect is a convener, is a convener with you. We have uh, divided up our focus into four distinct sectors, industry, policy, nonprofits, and educators. And through today, we're going to look at policymakers. And last night, with the mayor kicking it off, a perspective from him, all the way to Washington, which you may not know, is a STEAM caucus through uh, which they're actually talking about this on a national level. Industry here tonight. We mentioned Boeing. We have Honda. We have others today that are coming together to know how important in the industry and connection to education is to the overall equation. And all the way to nonprofits from San Diego Futures Foundation to others like the San Diego Youth Symphony. Last night was honored in the STEAM Connect's first Da Vinci Awards. So congratulations to you, Symphony. And today we have Deluke Smith, representing CEO and president, one of the award winners, and congratulations to Deluke. Thank you. That Da Vinci Award is something special in terms that Da Vinci was a naturalist. He wasn't an engineer. He was some guy making some sketches. So make sure you use your sketchbooks today because out of the sketches become design. Design thinking equals equations, and that overall becomes the equations and the foundation that leads into solutions through STEM. I encourage you to continue to look at all the information that we have presented to you today. And also, I'm proud to announce that starting next month, we actually are going to be starting. UCSD is launching the STEAM channel. I'm so proud today of our coverage today in the VAC with Rachel and our team. Congratulations on a big accomplishment, which will reach 4 million unique visitors each month on the messages, including the conference, which will come out next month. The other Da Vinci winner was... Well, our sponsor. And uh, it wasn't there because uh, Qualcomm and leading in wireless. It's because Qualcomm has been leading the way in inspiring young minds through the Think-A-Bit Lab. And so I want to also give congratulations to another Da Vinci winner, Qualcomm, and specifically the leader and, and kind of the helmsman, uh, Ed Hidalgo with uh, Qualcomm. And this brings me to a nice segue as I look down at my colleague, you know, just met earlier, Steve Clemens, as I call you to the stage, from Qualcomm, who is uh, going to be taking over the next segment and talk a little about his work here at Qualcomm and uh, taking the navel of the Qualcomm powerhouse that we uh, are so grateful to have with us today. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. Can you hear me okay? Okay, good. 
So I was going to in- incorporate interpretive dance. I was going to try and make this so you would be uh, awake for my whole speech, but then they saw me dance and they said, no, just stick to the PowerPoint. So with that, um, I think I've got a clicker up here for our PowerPoint. Uh, we're going to be talking about a mobile-centric view of education, but I'd like to talk about uh, my background a little bit first, why I'm speaking to you today. So prior to coming to Qualcomm, I've been here for about three months. I worked for the San Diego County Office of Education, and I was there for about eight years supporting the school districts within the county. And anyone who's in San Diego knows there's 42 school districts and about 400,000 students. We supported all those school districts and what they were trying to do in education. So it was a huge undertaking and very exciting work. Uh, Before that, I've been in technology for about 20 years. And I've always seen that technology, in many ways, is more than just what you may see in terms of technology, but it's very creative as well. It's very artistic, involves math, involves engineering. So all the things that STEAM is that you're trying to do. As I've looked at worked with programmers, worked with engineers on what we're going to develop and how we're going to advance technology, it becomes far more creative than anything else. We talk about design and colors and and the arts and, and being artistic about how we present our information to make it interesting. We have to do that in education as well. As we start to talk about technology in education, it has to engage our students and it has to be interesting and it has to move us forward. At the San Diego County Office of Education, we really tried to do that. Uh, Many programs that we established of trying to bring computer science into our schools. One of the things that I saw when I got there is that computer science really wasn't an objective. We need to be able to have our engineers of the future and begin to engage students in how they use technology. Everything from creating games to creating applications that improve society. So we need to move that forward. Another thing that we focused on as well that was very important was really the equity of technology within education. There's a huge inequity, and it's one of the reasons why I came to Qualcomm as well, is because today we know that so many of our students don't have access to the Internet and don't have access to technology. And as we're trying to do things in our classroom to personalize instruction and bring mobile learning, get it out of the classroom, we need to have all of our students have access to the same technology, and they need to have access to mobile technology as well. So I'm going to describe some of the things that Qualcomm is doing as well to try and advance that, and also, uh, from my experience, some of the things that we're trying to do as well. One of the things I'll say, and I kind of mentioned it before, Qualcomm loves PowerPoint. So (laughs) we we have to do this. So anyways, a brief history of education. All of you know that, you know, over time it really was a place that students went to. They listened to the teacher. And as you can see, really, in some ways, things haven't changed that much. When I got into education eight years ago, we were talking about computer labs. And we were talking about sending students to the computer lab to do some work. And in some ways, that really doesn't change education at all. And even today, as we look at the massively open online courses, MOOCs, in many ways, you're still tied to your desk and you're listening to instructors. You're watching video, and we haven't changed much in that dynamic. In higher ed, in, in education, even in our schools today, the students a lot of times are tethered to the school because of Wi-Fi, so they must be in the school to actually receive their education using computers. And as you can see in, in K-12, even though we may have iPads, uh, a lot of times we have Wi-Fi to get access to the Internet, and we're not able to go beyond that. 
Things are changing, though, and that's what's exciting, and it was starting to change as I was at the San Diego County Office of Education. We recognized the need to get beyond the classroom. Uh, one of the things that we were very passionate about is having broadband for all of students, anytime, anywhere, access to their education, which really gives teachers the opportunity as well to equalize their instruction in the homework by giving the same homework to all their students. If one student doesn't have access to broadband, then you have to differentiate for that student. You have to give paper or you have to give assignments out of a book, whatever it may be. We want to change that. We want the classroom of tomorrow to be anywhere, whether it's on a field trip, on a bus, at home, whatever it is, at grandma's house, grandpa's house. We know that students are mobile. Qualcomm has done a lot in terms of promoting education and mobile education by doing pilots and investing a lot of money into different pilots. These are just three of them, but they're worldwide pilots. These are not just in the United States. There are many things, as you can see from the bottom of the WeLearn project, which is in Singapore. We're looking to extend education around the world in a mobile way. Um, Some of the uh, pilots that have been done, one in Onslow County in in, uh, North Carolina, has been ongoing for quite a while and really brought several years ago, how can we engage instruction using mobile devices? Making learning mobile project. Everything that we have done in terms of these pilots are really trying to show that mobile enhances our instruction and and learning. Which I want to talk about Qualcomm Education for a moment, which is the division that I work in. Because of the commitment over the years that Qualcomm has made in education and really advancing learning and mobile learning, they decided that they were going to create the uh, Qualcomm education sector. Sector's been in existence for only about six months and really recruited uh, staff from around Qualcomm and uh, myself as well. And one of the things that I found so engaging and why I joined Qualcomm is because of their commitment to that equality of getting internet access, mobile learning into all students' hands. So in doing that, we're doing a number of things. One, we've created a portfolio of of products. Now, these aren't products that your districts can go out and buy, but they're things that will go into the ecosystem of education for a variety of companies to potentially use. So we were trying to advance mobile in a number of different ways. Uh, One, as you can see up there, is a QLearn hub. Really what we're trying to do is integrate information, show companies how they can integrate their student information system, their learning management systems, curriculum, whatever it may be within the district. As you know, in your districts, you have all of these different systems, and none of them talk to each other today, and they're not presented to the student in a mobile way. So as we start to look at how can we take that technology and bring it together, present it to parents to engage the parents, present it to the student to engage them all the time in their learning, and to have a place for the teachers to go to actually input information and then get that to the parents and students. Uh, Our QLearn app suite, this is a reference app. And what I mean by that is it was created in order to show what's possible and to start working with companies on what can be done in the mobile space by using a cloud environment, using your data, using your information, and presenting that in a mobile way. So uh, it's really sort of what we've done is work with companies and said, this is what you can do. We show them the app, and we're working with them to try and advance how they do their mobile technologies today. And then there's something that we call QLearn Zone. 
what we know is that there's an opportunity to really engage students in their schoolwork. So what we're trying to do, and it's a little hard to, to conceptualize, but we want to be able to dynamically have their devices be able to go into certain modes. When they come into the classroom, they should be engaged with the learning that the teacher wants them to learn. So as soon as they come into the classroom, their tablet, their mobile device will switch into a school mode, and it'll have that work that the teacher wants them to have. So they're not off on Facebook or Twitter or their blogs and paying attention to things that they shouldn't. Um, and then there's the, the opportunity for them to be in a homework mode, for example, where at home for a set period of time they are focused on their work. So we're really working with our schools. We have a, a number of groups that we're working with in education to try and frame this out. What does this look like on a real-life basis? Uh, and make these tools work together so that it improves the instruction you have and improves education. I've gone through some of these already. So QLearn Zone is what we're calling our, our really our foundation for, um, for that classroom uh, component on the tablets. Um, that's all of my presentation. Um, but what I would like to say, I'm really proud to be here and speak in front of you today. The work that you're doing is amazing. We need science, technology, engineering, the arts, and math in order to advance what we're trying to do in education, in technology. And Qualcomm as a company is very much in support of it and one of the reasons why I'm here today. Thank you for uh, letting me come and speak to you.